Welcome to the Naked Truth. Peace to you. Let's pick up where we left off in the Old Testament since it's uh, Monday. And we're in the book of Leviticus. That's the third book in the Old Testament. Third book in the entire Bible. Um, and we're at chapter 13. And as like I always say, since it's the Old Testament, it's not going to be anything Jesus said, though. It may be something Jesus reflects on in the Gospels in the New Testament. Um, and just in case you don't understand the difference between that before we go on, if you're a Christian, the things Jesus had to say often reflect back onto the Old Testament teachings, but the things he actually says are only in the New Testament, and they're only in six books of the New Testament. They appear in those red letters if you have a New King James Version Bible. It, um, it, it, you can see it that way and you can tell really quickly what it is Jesus said and what it is people said or other sources said. And it'll help you keep it straight in your mind as you read through the Bible to understand what's for Christians and what's for other religions. Because there are more than one, there's more than two religions in the Bible. So saying having said all that, let's begin now with um, Leviticus chapter 13 verse 1 and we'll probably get through it pretty quickly it's a long chapter but it's pretty repetitious and it's about stuff that doesn't really pertain to um, Christianity so uh, we'll probably get through it pretty quickly but it's basically focusing on the fact that social distancing isn't something new it's ancient so let's begin verse 1 and the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron saying so as I've said again and again and again, if this is your first time reading with me, then you may just, you may not realize it, but that contradicts what other parts of the Bible say. For instance, in the New Testament, uh, the Gospel of John says that no one has heard God, no one has seen God at any time, and Jesus says that similarly that we've not they've not heard his voice or seen his form. So how in the world Moses is having these conversations and Aaron with the Lord, quote unquote? It's completely unclear. Are they on the phone? Are they FaceTiming? Is it satellite? What's happening? Are there smoke signals in the sky? It's really unclear um, how both of those could possibly be true. But we're just going to read it because that's what it says. Verse 2. When a man has on his skin, on the skin of his body a swelling, a scab, or a bright spot, and it, become, it becomes on the skin of his body like a leprous sore, then he shall be brought to Aaron the priest or to one of his sons the priest. So Aaron is Moses' brother. That's the same Moses uh, from the Ten Commandments. Moses and Aaron is his brother who's sort of the religious head of the religion at this stage in the story. And um, when it's talking about leprous, leprous it's talking about leprosy. Um, and the definition given by um the blueletterbible.org website to sort of help clarify what leprosy is. It's considered a disfiguring skin disease uh, that includes leprosy. Um, so um, just so you have an idea of what it's talking about. Um, the priest shall examine the sore on the skin of the body and if the hair on the sore has turned white and the sore appears to be deeper than the skin of his body, it is a leprous sore. Then the priest shall examine him and pronounce him unclean. So the priest is acting as a physician would, examining the sore and diagnosing it. And when it says unclean, it doesn't necessarily mean uh, unclean um, uh, medically. It means unclean religiously. Um, that, uh, and it'll explain. So let's go on. Verse 4. But if the bright spot 
is white on the skin of his body and does not appear to be deeper than the skin and its hair has not turned white then the priest shall isolate the one who has the sore seven days so like i was just saying when we started this is talking about social distancing they're isolating people who are infectious to keep the diseases from spreading the sort of contain the spread of it verse 5 and the priest shall examine him on the seventh day and indeed if the sore appears to be as it was and the sore is not spread on the skin then the priest shall isolate him another seven days so again it's talking about isolation and social distancing of someone who is infectious verse 6 then the priest shall examine him again on the seventh day and indeed if on the seventh day excuse me uh, again on the seventh day and indeed if the sore has faded and the sore is not spread on the skin then the priest shall pronounce him clean it is only a scab and he shall wash his clothes and be clean so it's saying if it turns out after that time of being isolated that the skin uh, sore that appeared on the person doesn't spread then they can diagnose it as being not um not leprosy not something that's highly contagious but just some sort of skin disfigurement or disorder that the person is dealing with maybe like a mole um, but it's saying it's a scab um verse seven but if the scab should at all spread over the skin after he has been seen by the priest for his cleansing he shall be seen by the priest again so if it starts to spread if the skin disease seems to spread then he uh, isolates and then goes to visit the priest again verse 8 and if the priest sees that the scab has indeed spread on the skin then the priest shall pronounce him unclean it is leprosy so it's saying if it does spread again after that time of being isolated and uh, appears to be like it was then they'll they say okay well they know for sure that it is that contagious leprous disease some sort of skin disease that um is contagious when they say unclean i think that's what they mean they mean it's contagious meaning other people can catch it verse 9 when the leprous sore is on a person then he shall be brought to the pre to the priest so along with the other things that the religious people site that you have to make amends for atonement for through some sort of sacrifice from the other different ordinances and laws set up now they're getting into the different medical conditions skin diseases and such that will also cause you to have to go see the priest verse 10 and the priest shall examine him and indeed if the swelling on the skin is white and it has turned the hair white and there's a spot of raw flesh in the swelling so it's talking about if more like something um like a, a, a sort of like an open herpes sore sort of if you want to think of it that way but it's like it says they're calling it leprous or leprosy but it's talking about any any number of different skin diseases that can be contagious and be spreading so it's saying if if that's the case with the with the appearance of the sore then they pronounce it unclean um then they this is how they're diagnosing it verse 11 it is an old leprosy and uh, on the skin of his body the priest shall pronounce him unclean and shall not isolate him for he is unclean so it's saying if it sounds like it's sort of like a recurring outbreak of like herpes if you want to think of it that way that appears and then fades and then appears again 
it's he's saying it's someone they're saying it seems to be that they're saying it's a recurring um what's it chronic infection that the person has and that they're just plain unclean they're contagious of, with that skin disease verse 12 and if leprosy breaks out all over the skin and the leprosy covers all the skin of the one who has the sore from his head to his foot who wherever the priest looks so the same if someone gets covered in those um skin spots um then the priest shall consider and indeed if the leprosy has covered all his body he should pronounce him clean who has the sore it has all turned white he's clean so i don't understand how um having the sores all over your body makes you clean when having one sore doesn't and but it's saying there if that's the case that um um uh, uh, the leprosy is uh, the skin diseases appeared turned the hair white and um the skin white they're saying it's clean um so presumably you'd be able to interact with society again verse 14 but when raw flesh appears on him he shall be unclean so they're saying that's what you do when once the, if the sore breaks out all over but the sores aren't open like a herpes sore think of a herpes sore breaking out on someone or cold sore breaking out on someone um they're saying once it becomes raw like it's burst or uh it's not just the it's saying white as in as if all the skin is white but i think what it's saying is if the skin is closed then it's clean um because it's not oozing anything or anything infectious that people can come in contact with other than the skin if the skin's broken though then it's unclean, meaning it is contagious or possibly contagious. 15. And the priest shall examine the raw flesh and pronounce him to be unclean. For the raw flesh is unclean. It is leprosy. So it's saying, just like with the cold sores, if the blister or whatever it is, wart, has broken open and you can see the raw f flesh of it, not closed skin, but open skin, um, then it's unclean. Verse 16, or if the raw flesh changes and turns white again, he shall come to the priest. So if the sore closes up, you know, just like those other skin diseases or like pimples, if they appear, then go away. And the priest shall examine him. And indeed, if the sore has turned white, then the priest shall pronounce him clean who has the sore. He is clean. So I don't think it means that he's not um contagious anymore but the sore is closed up so that um the danger i guess or the how infectious the person is from um from that sore or that sore being exposed to other people has changed so they consider him clean then verse 18 if the body develops a boil on in the skin and it is healed so um another sort of um disease that people get plagued with are boils um and you know to be honest i'm not exactly sure what a boil is so i'm just gonna take a second and a moment and see let's see what a boil is a boil is a painful pus filled bump under the skin caused by infected inflamed hair follicles boils from under the skin when uh, boils form under the skin when bacteria infect the, and inflame one or more hair follicles. So it, it's calling it a boil, but it sounds like a hair bump, a razor bump. 
Um, so maybe they're similar in that way. But they're saying that that's what a boil. I mean, that's what it says a boil is. So if someone gets one of those, um, let's see. I imagine, boy, if people shave and get a hair bump, then it'd be considered that. But let's keep reading. So, um, and in the place of the boil, the and in the place of the boil, there comes a white swelling or a bright spot, reddish white. Then it shall be shown to the priest. So, if the skin infection, the boil, the ingrown hair, uh, other in other words, it seems to be infectious, burst open, turn colors, and all that. Verse twenty, and if when the priest sees it, it indeed appears deeper than the skin, and its hair has turned white, the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a leprous sore which is broken out of the boil. So when it keeps talking about the hair turning white, I think that refers to the infectious process because it's the white blood cells, if I understand it correctly, that deal with infections. And if your white blood cells get um active then apparently it can also have the ability to turn the hair white. But it's not just with, um, in the case of that, but you can also, I've heard of the of cases of people having, <clears throat> excuse me, certain cancers. And um, I guess leukemia would be the one when the white blood cells go out of control. Um, then um, your poop even can end up being completely white instead of whatever other color it would be depending on what you ate. Um, but if it turns completely white, or if you happen to have white bowel movements, then it, it, from what I understand, it usually means there's a huge infection going on um, because again, the white blood cells are what's causing that bleaching, that whitening. Um, so um, they've noticed things like that even here in the um, in this chapter. So verse 21, but if the priest examines it and indeed there are no white hairs in it and it is not deeper than the skin but has faded, then the priest shall isolate him seven days. So if the, the if it's like a surface level pimple or hair bump and, and it turns colors like that and affects the hair like that, then they isolate him um, to see if how bad it's going to get or if it clears up apparently. Verse 22, and if it should at all spread over the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a leprous sore. So yeah, so if you have a razor bump, it'll most likely just appear in those ingrown hairs. But if it goes appearing in other places, like spreading beyond, say, like your um, chin and beard area or whatever other parts of your body, like your crotch where you may shave, if it ends up spreading beyond those areas, then it's something that's contagious and spreading is how they're they seem to be diagnosing it and diagnosing it as a leprous sore meaning not its leprosy um exactly but one of those skin diseases verse 23 but if the bright spot stays in one place and has not spread it is the scar of the boil and the priest shall pronounce him clean so it's saying um that's how you can tell if it's clean and un or unclean if it seems to have healed up, then um, they'll pronounce it clean because apparently the skin is closed up. It's not an open sore. That um, uh, heightened risk of infection and spread is um, lowered. Verse 24, or if the body receives a burn on its skin by fire and the raw flesh of the burn becomes a bright spot, reddish white or white. So now it's talking about burn victims. 
and how to diagnose what's going on there or how to deal with it. Verse 25, then the priest shall examine it and indeed if the hair of the bright spot has turned white and it appears deeper than the skin, it is leprosy broken out in the burn. Therefore the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a leprous sore. So again, um, that's how they're diagnosing it, whether it's um, spreading or uh, limited and how to deal with it. But if the priest examines it and indeed there are no white hairs in the bright spot and it is not deeper than the skin but has faded, then the priest shall isolate him seven days. So that's the social distancing required um, that the priest will require of the person who has the skin disorder. Verse 27, and the priest shall examine him on the seventh day. If it has at all spread over the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a leprous sore. So if it goes, if it doesn't just remain a a, a hair bump on your um on your uh, beard or on your um, upper lip or on your legs where you may have shaved, then they'll say, oh, okay, it's it's clean. It's just um it's just it's not the leprosy. But if it ends up spreading, <clears throat> excuse me, and it says spread at all then they consider it unclean and probably, you know, contagious. Verse 28, but if the bright spot stays in one place and has not spread on the skin, but has faded, it is a swelling from the from the burn. The priest shall pronounce him clean, for it is the scar from the burn. So if you've ever been burned, like a, a deep burn, not just like a surface level burn, but even a surface level burn, um, sometimes you'll get a blistering. Uh, it'll the skin will rise. It'll get filled with fluid, and that's all a part of the healing process. So it's saying if that happens, um, then it's clean. But if it turns out that it spreads, you get those bumps all over the place, or you know, spreading from beyond where you just got the burn, then it's considered um, unclean. Let's see uh, if a man or woman has a sore. Oh, I'm sorry, skip one twenty-eight. But if the bright spot stays in one place and has not spread on the skin, but has faded, it is a swelling from the burn. The priest shall pronounce him clean, for it is a scar from the burn. Okay, so we did read that. Sorry, verse twenty-nine. If a man or woman has a sore on the head or the beard, so now it's talking about other sores that may appear on people, and saying man or woman in this case. Um, then the priest shall examine the sore, and indeed, if it appears deeper than the skin. And there is in it thin yellow, uh, thin yellow hair. Then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a scaly leprosy of the head or beard. So um, it's talking about where uh, specific locations of the different infectious, or at least um, skin disorders that are appearing, and how the hairs that grow out of them appear. That's what they're using to diagnose or at least determine the status of the different skin conditions. 31. But if the priest examines the scaly sore, and indeed it does not appear deeper than the skin, and there's no black hair in it, then the priest shall isolate the one who has the scale seven days. So it sounds like it's talking more about like other, like eczema or some other, um, um, or maybe even like a, one of the ringworms or something like that that may appear on the skin. And, um, and it's using the hairs in this case, um, if they appear black then it seems to be a signal of something um so they isolate social distance uh for seven days 
32. And on the seventh day, the priest shall examine the sore. And indeed, if the scale has not spread and there's no yellow hair in it and the scale does not appear deeper than the skin. So after those seven days, they're looking, examining the sores, the scales, the bumps, the risings, the skin to see what it's like after that initial social distancing, after that initial um, isolation period. Verse 33, he shall shave himself, but the scale he shall not shave. And the priest shall isolate the one who has the scale another seven days. So it's saying to get rid of all the hair, shave all that hair off, um, and wait another seven days, except for the hair of the scale. Um, verse 34, on the seventh day, the priest shall examine the scale, and indeed, if the scale has not spread over the skin and does not appear deeper than the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him clean. He shall wash his clothes and be clean. So maybe the reason they don't shave the part that it has the sore or the scale on it, um, the, the, the disease process on it, maybe it's so that next time they get examined, they know exactly where to look because the rest of the body or area will be a clean shaven smooth or at least um just starting to grow hair again whereas the part that was isolated and not shaved i would think the hair there would be uh at least a different um um thickness or you know longer because it wasn't shaved so it'll be easy to easier to um examine where the sore actually was you won't get confused with thinking oh was it on your left leg or was it your right leg because uh, all of one leg would be completely shaved or at least just starting to grow hair again whereas the part that wasn't shaved will still have the amount of hair on it that wasn't shaved and you can see either it's all just hair there now with no sore or it's hair there now and the sore is still there and gotten worse so it'll be easy to i would think that'd be one way it would they would use to identify where the infection or the disease or the sore the scale was um, verse 34 on the seventh day the priest shall examine the scale and indeed if the scale has not spread over the skin and does not appear deeper than the skin then the priest shall pronounce him clean he shall wash his clothes and be clean so after that other seven day period if the scale scale disease if the skin infection the skin problem disorder has not spread um, then they'll pronounce him clean meaning um, presumably it's not contagious it's some sort of other skin condition the person is dealing with verse 35 but if the scales should at all spread over the skin after his cleansing so if you've done the ritual of the shaving and the cleansing and then you see that the scaling spreads this is how you handle it or they'd handle it 36 then the priest shall examine him and indeed if the scale has spread over the skin the priest need not seek for yellow hair he's unclean so you don't have to look around for the blonde hair or the um hair drained of color uh in that case because it's more obvious that it's spreading and once they see it spreading the priest does it can just pronounce it on the person unclean verse 37 but if the scale appears to be at all at a standstill excuse me let's say it again but if the scale appears to be at a standstill and there is black hair grown up in it the scale is healed he's clean and the priest shall pronounce him clean so that's how they're diagnosing if the if i guess if the person is still contagious 
or if at least the disease process is still active. And the priest is doing it again because the priest at this point in the religion, and even into the time to the time where Jesus gets introduced into the Bible, as far as Jesus' message, not his presence, but his message in the Gospels, they were still do, do, dealing with things like that. And the priests were acting as sort of law enforcement because these are considered laws, religious laws, and it's the priests who enforce them. And just like with um, uh, civil law enforcement, when you break one of the laws and you're caught breaking one of the laws, generally there's a, a, a predetermined um fine or um something you have to pay to make it right and the priests also handle that when you um and they'll probably get into it if not in this chapter in the coming chapters where if you're considered unclean once you are cleansed you have to make an offering which means you have to dig into your pocket and uh, break off the religion break off the system the same way you'd have to dig into your pocket for a speeding ticket if you don't want to have face worse consequences so um, the priests are acting as the law enforcement and the people uh, are, are under their uh, authority to pay whatever fines or whatever sacrifices or whatever it is the priests uh, determine they have to do in, in response to uh, the, clean and the cleanliness or uncleanliness of their person. Uh, verse 38, if a man or a woman has bright spots on the skin of the body, specifically white bright spots. So now it's saying if someone has specific types of skin um, disorders, and in this case it's saying white spots. Um, verse 39, then the priest shall look, and indeed if the bright spots on the skin of the body are dull white, it is a white spot that grows on the skin. He's clean. So... I'm black, but I've seen a white spot break out, uh, pop up before. You know, it's not often that it happens, but it happens every now and then. So it's saying that um, if that happens um, and uh, it's dull white, then they're saying it's just a normal skin condition that happens to people and it's clean. So there's no worry about infection or contagion in that case. It's just a normal skin thing that happens. Um, in fact, when I was a kid, um, I had uh, a really bad skin condition where it was almost like uh, I wouldn't say a leper because it wasn't contagious but it was I forget what it's called it's where you, you have different pigments like uh, it looked like a cow basically you had really really light parts and um, that looked pinkish or you know not normal and then other parts that looked darker or brown or all sorts of different colors and then at some point thank god is it's enough dealing with the the stigma of being trans in society but uh, it all cleared up at some point it all just for the most part balanced out to one color all over my body but i thought and it may be the case that that happens i think because none of us are purebred of anything um we have all sorts of different colored people in our ancestry no matter what color you appear to be or i appear to be now you have ancestors who are different colors i have white people in my uh, ancestry i have indian people i have middle eastern people in my ancestry and and like i said before even if you're blonde and blue you have black people in your ancestry africans in your ancestry since that's where science believes um the cradle of civilization actually was if you want to think of a garden of eden 
Science believes that it all started for uh, modern humans in Africa. So if people get dark spots, for instance, it may be some sort of uh, disease process working because of the environment or something they eat or did or ate or did. But it may also just be the expression of the genes in their body from having um, different colored uh, DNA in their system. I don't know. But it's saying in some in the case of it being uh, they're breaking down the differences in how to deal with those different skin outbreaks. Verse 39, then the priest shall look and indeed if the bright spot, the bright spots on the skin of the body are dull white, it is a spot that grows on the skin. He's clean. I'm sorry. I think I read that already. Uh, verse 40, as for the man whose hair has fallen from his head, he's bald, but he's clean. So it's gone back to the hair. We're talking about the hairs that are black, hairs that are white, hairs that are yellow. And now it's talking about if your hair is gone, if you're if uh, if you end up bald, losing your hair, alopecia, in other words. Um, it's saying if the hair is gone from your head, you're bald, but you're still clean. It's not actually a disease or at least some contagious disease that you have to be concerned with there. Verse 41 he whose hair has fallen from his forehead, he's bald on the forehead, but he's clean. So if your hair's hairline is receding or you're completely bald on your forehead, um, it's saying that's not a, it may be a disease causing it like alopecia, but it's not some sort of disease that makes you unclean, infectious, contagious. Um, it's saying you're bald, but you're clean. Uh, verse 42, and if there is on the bald head of or bald forehead a reddish white sore it is leprosy breaking out on his bald head or his bald forehead so it's saying if a sore breaks out on that baldness um then they're saying it's leprosy so being bald is not unclean but if sores start to break out say like a herpes zoster breaks out on your forehead or your bald head then they're saying that's unclean just as if it broke out on your body verse 43 and then the priest shall examine it and indeed if the swelling of the sore is reddish white on his bald head or his bald forehead as the appearance of leprosy on the skin of the body so again it's saying so if it appears like the um like the sores that appear on the body if it appears on your head a, a forehead bald bald head then verse 44 he is he's a leprous man he's unclean the priest shall surely pronounce him unclean his sore on is on his head so they're saying it's not like it's a sore that can be hidden um under your tunic under your clothes but it's it's uh you've had an outbreak on your actual head um then he's saying it's almost like it's obvious that it's unclean at that point and you, the priest will pronounce it unclean verse 45 now the leper on whom the sore is his clothes shall be torn and his head bare and he shall cover his mustache and cry unclean unclean so um that's social distancing letting people to know letting people know they are leper they have something contagious or at least dangerous and um to stay back because they're unclean now the modern equivalent of that would be wearing a mask if you or um or if you are isolated in a hospital or something it's so that people know to be careful around you so that the disease can be contained um back then they had the people 
pronouncing it that they're unclean and declaring it so that no one is accidentally infected by it. See, verse 46, he shall be unclean all the days he has the sore, he shall be unclean. He's unclean and he shall dwell alone. His dwelling shall be outside the camp. So um, that's sort of like if someone has a herpes outbreak that they are, um, well, not in modern times. You, I don't think you're required to disclose that any more than you're required to disclose your uh, HIV status um, now. But previously you were, and now, and back then, just like with the leprosy, you were required to disclose it so that people would know that if you're going to be around, there's a risk you could catch that. Um, so they're saying, but once it's clear, cleared up, um, once the sore is gone, the outbreak has passed, um, while it's not passed, you're unclean. And you should isolate and stay outside of the camp again so that the disease spread can be contained. Verse 47, also if a garment has a leprous plague in it, whether it is a woven woolen garment or a linen garment. So when it says a leprous plague in a garment, I would think it's talking about mold. Yeah, mold, mold and funguses. Um, and that can happen if something is laundered and not completely dry. Then you can even smell it in the, in the clothes sometime or the laundry in the wash that it's not completely clean. And then you might smell it at first, but then pretty soon you'll see it. There'll be an outbreak of the mold and fungus on whatever garment it is, usually because you didn't dry it completely, but also it can be because it wasn't laundered completely or well enough to get rid of whatever other bacteria bacteria are on it. Um, so this is what has moved on to garments now that are infectious. Verse 48, whether it is in the warp or woof of linen or wool, whether in leather or in anything made of leather. So now let's see what um, this warp and woof are. Because I think it has to do with the construction of the garment. Um, but so that we know for sure, let's see. I'm going to search it real quick. Warp and woof. Okay, warp and woof, um, countable and uncountable, plural warps and woofs. The threads in a woven fa fabric composed of the warp, threads running lengthwise. Okay, so that's what it's talking about. And woof, threads running cro crosswise. So it's just talking about basically whether it appears in the cross fabrics, uh, 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 what parts of the fabric it appears in, whether it appears in the, 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 um, threads that are going up and down or the threads going left and right whatever part it's appearing in um it's still considered leprous it's considered unclean let's see i think i lost where we were there okay here we go um so it's letting us know or letting them know that whether no matter what the fabric is um if it's a linen like with the warp and wolf that it's been um woven together or if it's leather or anything made of leather so that it can happen on anything because even leather can get those sort of um, infections, moldy, fungusy infections. Um, verse 49, if the plague is greenish or reddish in the garment or in the leather, whether in the warp or in the woof 
or in anything made of leather, it is a leprous plague and shall be shown to the priest. So if you notice fungus or mold growing on your leather jacket, for instance, or your woolen sweater, whatever the case may be, if you notice it breaking out on it, greenish or reddish um, mold or fungus breaking out on it, take it to the priest. Verse 50, the priest shall examine the plague and isolate that which has the plague seven days. So um, that makes sense because even houses can become infected with moles and funguses. Usually, again, because of moisture that's not thoroughly dried out. It stays and then it causes the funguses and moles to grow. It can happen on clothes also, but it happens on people too. It happens on people's skin. You can get um, fungal infections on your skin and in your body. You can get um, those sort of infections. So, But right now it's talking about when it appears on clothes and garments. Um, the, and that the priest, just like with a person... Uh, isolates that which has the plague on it for those seven days and that's presumably to see if it's going to spread or clear up verse 51 and he shall examine the plague on the seventh day if the plague is spread in the garment either in the warp or in the wolf in the leather or in anything made of leather the plague is an act of leprosy it is unclean so if you go back after the seven days and see the mold has spread from that one spot on say your shirt to covering the whole shirt with spots reddish brown spots or green spots then you know it is a mold it is a fungus they're calling it a leprosy and it's spreading it's not isolated hasn't been cleansed now generally speaking you can usually get rid of molds with some bleach or peroxide um, in clothes or even in uh, walls and stuff um, but if you don't, then it's going to keep growing. It's going to spread because molds and funguses are actually alive. Um, verse 52, he shall therefore burn the gar that garment in which is the plague, whether warp or woof, in wool or in linen, or in any or anything of leather, for it is an act of leprosy. The garment shall be burned in the fire. So they're saying if the, if the infection, the mold or fungus spreads, on the garment then burn it verse 53 but if the priest examines it and indeed the plague has not spread in the garment either in the warp or in the wolf or in anything made of leather so if the threads of the fiber don't seem to have um spread where the uh mold started out at or the fungus started out at then um examine it again after that time and if it hasn't spread then verse 54 then the priest shall command that they wash the thing in which is the plague and he shall isolate it another seven days so if it looks like it hasn't spread in your garment wash it and see and um i mean that's what you do in modern times too if something gets moldy or fungusy you're, you're gonna launder it you aren't gonna necessarily burn it because it costs you money or you it may be valuable to you or it may be irreplaceable so you aren't just gonna want to instantly burn it but um, so it's saying wash it, launder it and see if it spreads or if it clears up. Verse 55, then the priest shall examine the plague after it has been washed. And indeed, if the plague has not changed its color, though the plague has not spread, it is unclean and you shall burn it in, fi in the fire. It continues eating away whether the damage is outside or inside. So it's saying if the... Um, if you launder it 
and still it's there it's still moldy it's still uh fungusy it's still clearly got what's was what's discolored it going on and even if it hasn't spread then it's saying then it's still contagious it's still dangerous it's still a leprosy and it still has to be um burned it's still unclean verse 56 if the priest examines it and indeed the plague has faded after washing it then he shall tear it out of the garment whether out of the warp or out of the wolf or cut out of or out of the leather so if after the washing you get it again and it hasn't spread but it's still there then um or it says if it's if it's faded after washing it so it's still there but it's faded but hasn't spread then it, um you can save the garment by cutting it out and presumably patching it up um let's see verse 57 but if it appears again in the garment either in the warp or in the wolf or in anything made of leather it is a spreading plague you shall burn with fire that in which is the plague so if you see after that um after after examining it again after the being washed and after that period that it's still there and spreading then it has to be burned you can't save it verse 58 and if you wash the garment either warp or wolf or whatever is made of leather if the plague has disappeared from it then it should be washed a second time and shall be clean so for instance if you see it your towels that you didn't quite dry all the way you um go to use them and you see they've got some mold growing on them or some spots of mold or fungus growing on them or you can smell it on them it's saying wash them and if it hasn't spread but the spots are still there wash it again and if it's gone then it's clean and like i said you can use bleach to do that to get rid of many of these things or at least in many different fabrics you can use bleach to get rid of them and if that's the case good you can save your fab you can save your garment um and then it'll be considered clean once um you've cleared up the spots the mold the fungus that were on it Uh, verse 59 this is the law of the leprous plague in a garment or wool or linen either in the warp or wolf or in anything made of leather to pronounce it clean or to pronounce it unclean so it's saying that's how you can tell how to deal with whatever um wherever whatever garment um or person as we were reading earlier that the plague the leprosy the skin condition breaks out on the mold the fungus whatever sort of infection it is how to deal with isolating it and saving it or burning it and destroying it um and that actually is the last verse in this chapter in this reading so I, as always i appreciate you checking out with me and reading along with me i hope it was a blessing for you and that you'll join me again Uh, Like I said, we do the Old Testament readings on Mondays and Wednesdays to point to why we as Christians, if you're a Christian, focus on what it is Jesus has to say. Those red letters, that tithe of the Bible, those that tenth of the 60 plus books, those six books that have anything Jesus said at all in them that appear in those red letters. We focus on those on our Saturday night readings. You can hear past readings here on this platform on Anchor and Spotify while they last. Or if you're an adult, you can go to my website. It's free. It's hungtgirl.com. And you can hear the past readings there of the gospel readings. We only, I only posted the, the uh, red letter stuff there since, again, I 
identify as a Christian. So I focus on what it is Jesus has to say and try to let that be my guide in all things. And so um, you can click on the links there, click on the pictures there. They're actually videos or click on the links, the body, mind, spirit and soul links all in a way um, showing how uh, the red letters intertwine with the rest of my life. But the spirit and soul pages focus on the naked truth readings that we do here and you can hear them and even read along with them there read along with me there with them um with those links there and um join me again i hope and stay safe in the meantime and even after that thanks again god bless you and peace to you see you next time